All right, guys, welcome back into another DFS video. This time, it's going to be NFL DFS preseason. Yes, NFL is back, and I'm pretty excited for it, guys. Uh, the preseason DFS is some of the best slates that you're going to get all season across the industry. Um, it is one where you can gain a huge edge simply by doing research. Uh, it's something that I've enjoyed doing for since they've had it out for like the past, I don't know, since 2018. Uh, kind of been a forerunner in this space for preseason DFS content. And a lot of members or a lot of subscribers have had a good uh, season, preseason, uh, just following the picks here. So I'm pretty excited for it. Done the research, watched the film. Uh, the Hall of Fame game is going to be one that's tougher to predict. So I'm just going to be going through the process, hiding the top picks, and then telling you guys who I would choose as captain picks. And that's kind of the unfortunate side of it is that we don't have the full lineup. I kind of miss that because the full lineup, you could have the quarterback, you know, and whatnot. You could have a miss in there. You could have a zero and still do pretty well. Um, I kind of miss that. I, I don't like that they're just doing uh, showdown only. It is what it is. And you can still gain an edge. And let's just touch on it right now. <clears throat> so if you guys are new to this channel, I know a lot of my subscribers are from PGA DFS, but we're going to have some nice NFL DFS content out there this season. So if you guys are interested in that, hit that like and subscribe button. I do appreciate that greatly. Another current call thing is typically I would have the membership and you guys will see that in the old slideshow from last year. The stuff that I'm going to have this year is going to be available in the PGA DFS membership, okay? But for the preseason, everything is going to be free, okay? Just want to throw it out there. And if you guys show me enough love, both on the channel and on Twitter, I might make it free throughout the whole season, okay? That's up to you guys. You guys show me enough love to the point where, you know, it's creating a lot of content, creating a lot of engagement across YouTube, across Twitter. You know, you guys are helping me out. That's my way of helping you guys out as well. So, you know, it's a give and take there. Um, Hopefully, you know, we have a big season for NFL DFS, but let's just get into the preseason, guys. So one thing I love to do, and it's, and, and it's a huge edge, and I don't know if anyone else has out there has done that. You know, if they started giving content by watching my stuff, they probably have figured it out. But the biggest thing, and I'm just using, this is my rough draft write-up that's going to be posted on 9to5sports, okay? And I'll have the link to that in the comments below once it's finalized for you guys to watch and view. Um the thing about preseason that coaches have trends. There's really two simple things to it. Find the trends of the coaches, okay? And then also playing time. Playing time's key. It's like NBA DFS in that sense. But we want to look at the coaches. So the thing with the coaches are Josh McDaniels in a new spot. He had been with the Patriots for a while. And then Doug Peterson. We haven't seen him uh, since his time with the Eagles, okay? But while he was working with the Eagles, they really sucked in game one of NFL preseason, Okay. I mean, they averaged 12.5 DK points, 12.5. That is terrible. Okay. Just garbage. Okay. Um, it's very sloppy. They've had like one good game, uh, over his time with the Eagles in preseason NFL DFS week one. Uh, and the thing with it is as well, it's like, he will run a lot of running backs. He will get them collectively a lot of carries, but individually, not that much on average, they're average like five carries per preseason. Now that might change a little bit today and I'll touch on that as we go, but it's worth. It's just kind of worth noting that you know Doug Peterson not that friendly for preseason DFS purposes in the past. Now that could change, okay. And the one thing, the biggest takeaway is that third string QBs they did throw the ball a decent amount, about like 15 to 18 reps per game, okay. And then Josh McDaniels. So Josh McDaniels on the flip side is that 
we haven't seen him as a you know NFL head coach for a while. You know, since his time with the Broncos, I think in like 20, 2009. Those tendencies I'm not looking at. I'm looking at when he was with the Patriots because he'll probably most likely adopt those tendencies. And maybe he was the reason for those tendencies that we saw throughout the preseason. And if you guys have played NFL preseason at all, you know that the Patriots were just like money. I mean, that is just like printing checks because they have a freaking cash cow running back, a receiver that gets targeted a lot, and then some shitty quarterback that they play a decent amount. So for the most part, like if he holds those tendencies, once again, we are going to be sitting pretty. And, you know, I have found some players I do like a decent amount on both ends, and we'll touch on that here, but I'm hoping those tendencies continue with McDaniels. But the key takeaways from this summary is that I think we should bet the under. Just looking at the past three Hall of Fame games, okay, on average, it's only scored 23 points. The average right now, or the, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to say that again for emphasis. So I think for the Hall of Fame game, we should bet the under because on average over the past three years, the average point scored is 23 points total. The over-under right now is currently 30.5. Given Doug Peterson's kind of terribleness in game ones and possibly Josh McDaniels settling into the head coaching role, it makes sense to bet the under. And just while we're talking about it, I do think maybe a little bit of Josh McDaniels, um, I think he has some like local ties. I think this is maybe where he first coached or something like that. Might want to just bet them to win as well. But we'll get into the DFS picks here now for you guys. So switching over, um, going into the DraftKings side of it for you guys, the I'm just going to go position by position um, and team by team. So we're going to start off with the Jacksonville Jaguars here uh, and just talking about the quarterback. So right now, as it sits, we got Trevor Lawrence. He's not going to play. He's going to be inactive. And then we got CJ Beat Hard. I just like calling him that. Uh, he's not going to play as well. He's injured. He's not going to play. So that leaves us with Kyle Slaughter, who they just picked up last week, and that leaves us with Jake Luton. So Really, both of them will probably play a half. Now, Slaughter, he kind of sucked in the USFL this past year. Um, I don't really see the point of playing him. Sure, he's going to be playing against backups, but that's what he's doing against the USFL. I think the player that might have the most upside would be Luton, and they're probably going to use this game to get a decent look at him. He'll probably play a full half. Um, When we've seen him in the past in the NFL, he has looked at least decent after his first NFL start. I think it was two years ago. He had two decent games. So if we give it a full half of him throwing about, I don't know, 15 to 18 times, that's going to be good enough for me. So I don't mind looting there. And I'm just going to highlight the players on each team that I like. On the running back side of it, it is going to be a little bit difficult here because while Travis Etienne, he's not going to play James Robinson. He's not going to play uh, Contrell. Don't have to worry about him. So that really just leaves us with Recruil Armstead, who will be seen on the Jaguars in the past. Sergeant. Um, he was with the Titans last year. He had the most carries in the NFL preseason last year. And then we got Snoop Connor, guys. Snoop Connor, the cover boy of this video. I really like Snoop Connor. And I think kind of the reason Doug Peterson traded up for him in the draft, he was like a fifth round pick, but they trade up for him is that he kind of reminded me of the old Doug Peterson running back who he brought in. Ryan Matthews, he kind of has that upright running style, but he has a good vision, good burst as a whole. Um, and he's reportedly been really good in the pass block. And like he could potentially be a sleeper in fantasy football. And that's part of the reason why I love doing preseason DFS is that we can typically find some nice sleepers that maybe in week 14 or week 15 start to hold some value. And I could easily see that being Snoop Connor. I've, I've been impressed with what I saw, saw for him. He's currently the RB3 in the offense. So which would be the worry? 
okay? If he's the RB3, that probably means he's going to start. That means he's going to maybe play a quarter and a half. I want a running back that's going to be playing, you know, a full half. But still, you look good. I think he makes a lot of sense to go out of your way to play. And then just looking at Rakula, Armstead, and Sargent, like, they're fine. I, I don't mind them. Uh, you could definitely end up on them if you want to. If I was making one build and one build only, I would not play them. If you're Max Center, and obviously have about 10% of both of them. So we're going to put in Snoop Connor there. And now looking at the receivers, the receivers are also a little bit difficult because we haven't gotten word on what's going to happen just yet. So they have Christian Kirk, who they brought in, most likely not going to play. Zay Jones, who they brought in, most likely not going to play. You have their top receivers from last year, Marvin Jones and Laquan Treadwell, probably not going to play. And you guys probably are scratching your head. Laquan Treadwell, top receiver last year. You guys weren't playing late season NFL DFS because he was a free square for like the past or the last like month and a half. It was awesome. He was like under 4K each time, scoring over 10 DK points. It was a fun stretch. Um, but like, how much is he going to play? We, we don't know. Maybe maybe a little bit, but they kind of know what they have in him. I feel like maybe not. And then you have LaVisca Chenault as well. Like those five guys, they kind of know what they have, I feel like. And maybe, maybe Chenault, maybe Treadwell, maybe Zay Jones play a quarter or a couple of series. You know, that might be something we have to resort back to um, once lineup lock is about an hour away. And that'd be something I put in the 9 to 5 right up there for you guys. Once again, that'll be free for this week. And once again, if you guys like that, show some love, okay? Um, just talking on it, though, like, the only player that has gotten a little bit of hype out of camp is Lawan Wingingham, Okay. And I watched the film on him. He kind of reminds me of a shitty D.D. Westbrook, okay? Uh, D.D. Westbrook used to play for the Jaguars. He actually had, he was in the lineup for one of my best NFL DFS wins ever. It was like a Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, and, oh, I forget the quarterback now. How can I forget this? But anyways, they had some late uh, game touchdowns. It was fun. But he, he kind of like a stringy, kind of skinny, tall guy, uh, just casually pops on film but you're like this guy can't be an nfl receiver can't be overly productive in the nfl he needs to put on some size um but he has been popping um i guess in camp he's been getting some hype out of camp and that's something i always like to uh track he'd be the one i go out of my way to play a little bit but like i think we're just mixing and matching here you know like none of these guys are like someone you go crazy with jeff cotton's gotten a little bit of love but you know i don't love him too much this for the slate and then that's really it the one thing I want to point out is that, you know, defense. You want to be playing defense. And honestly, you want to be playing defense in the captain spot. It doesn't really matter which one. I already talked about last year and the previous years. Like, it seems like the teams are not going to score. And even if they do, there should be some sacks. There should be like an INT and maybe a fumble. The chances are the defenses are going to score. Uh, and that's really what you want. You want raw points when it comes to preseason NFL DFS. So, that is who I'd be looking at for, you know, the Jaguars. Pretty solid stuff there. Let's get into the Raiders. So the Raiders are also very interesting to me. Um, just looking at guys once again. Let's just put the Raiders defense in the captain spot for now. Uh, that's just what you want to do. Um, Carlson as well, I believe. And I, I checked yesterday. I don't think they've signed another kicker. So... Now, if that opportunity arises, and they probably do want to get some special teams uh, work on film, maybe not for Carlson, you know, they're not too worried about him, but for alignment purposes, for blocking purposes, they probably want to see that on film. So there, are, there is a chance that he could get 
one to two field goals. If he gets seven DK points, that is huge. So I do like him as well. There's no kicking competition for him. Where for Jacksonville, yes, it says Mevis is out. Mevis, I don't know how you say him, but they brought in, I think it was Fox or something like that. They brought in someone else um, to kick as well. So it's not just Ryan Santos. Uh, but getting back into the Raiders here, uh, Derek Carr not expected to play. Nick Mullins might play. Um, What's weird is that Jared Stenham, and I think it's just because he has the familiarity with the Josh McDaniels offense, he had been getting some QB2 reps. He's not going to be the QB2. I don't think he sucks. He is just a running quarterback, um, which if he gets significant playing time, Jared Stenham could be very interesting. He could be someone that, and we've seen this before with him in the preseason uh, DFS slates, is that all it takes is one run from him, and he could be gone. Um he could have 30 yards rushing, which would be a nice floor. If he actually completes a couple of passes, could be a nice play. He's someone that I might have like 20% of because I think the path to him being successful today is the easiest one. Chase Garber, I watched some film on from Cali. He looks like shit. I, I, I don't really think he's going to do anything. You never know. These guys can get lucky. There could be a blown coverage and someone could throw a TD. Worth looking at. And then Nick Mullins, we just have to see if he's going to play. Uh, or like what the snap allocation is going to be for those three quarterbacks. It's a wait and see. We don't have that news just yet, and we might not get that news. Looking at the running back room, this is both, I don't want to say, it could be very easy to predict or very difficult to predict, and there's really two scenarios to it. Scenario number one is that Josh Jacobs sits, Kenyon Drake sits, Amir Abdullah sits, Brandon Bolton sits. That'd be ideal. You got Johnson there that you guys see on the screen. He's a fullback, okay? He is not going to play. We don't have to worry about him. So from there, who are we looking at? We got the rookie, Zamir White, who everyone is excited about, but he he came off of an injury. Let's look at the news here. He missed his two first practices in training camp with an undisclosed injury. We don't know what that was, but he was someone that suffered some ACL injuries in college. That does worry me about a little bit about him. But at the end of the day, like this is kind of the perfect storm for a Josh McDaniels Patriots type running back to get a lot of work. Once again, the Patriots really committed to one running back each preseason. Okay. It was Rian J. Stevenson last year. I don't remember the other names. I think Jonas Gray was one of them a, a different year, but the trend is that they commit to one like rookie running back each year. And I think that'd be Zamir White this year. It just makes the most sense because when you look at Britton Brown, he doesn't look good. And just a, a secret here, guys. Apparently, he hasn't practiced since August 1st. Apparently. Okay? You know, we're reading the tea leaves. We're going online, going on Twitter, reading the news. And a, Oh, that's Brandon Bolton. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> Britton Brown. Sorry. Apparently, he hasn't practiced since August 1st, which would tell me, he might not play today. Like, why would he play? Why would he risk it? And honestly, guys, he sucked. UCLA player. I'm a UCLA fan. He sucks. Okay. Too upright, too skinny. I didn't like how he ran. Not someone I would I'd go crazy with. <clears throat> and then the last one is the former Jets running back, Austin Walter. He is okay, but he just signed on last Friday. You know, they're not really looking to use him at all. And, you know, this would be the perfect game I guess, to use him. They're not going to use him for the regular season, is what I'm saying. This would be the game that they would actually use him in. And so it might be Zamir White in the first half and Austin Walter getting the second half. It just doesn't make sense for Bolden, Amir Abdullah. And just talking about Amir Abdullah real quick, like he, I don't want to say he's their best like runner, 
but the guy does make people miss. He could be a fantasy factor, at least an, an annoyance for Josh Jacobs owners. Okay. Because Amir Abdullah, the talent has never been a question. It's injury history. Okay. So I just kind of want to throw it out there for you guys. Maybe pause on Josh Jacobs a little bit and the handcuff might actually be Amir Abdullah and not Kenyon Drake. All right. Getting to the receivers. It is a little bit better than the, the Jaguars there, but it's not pretty. Okay. So they have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfo. They're not going to play. I think that was confirmed. Uh, and then we got some players that have been getting hype. Keelan Cole's been getting a little bit of hype going against his former team. Like Keelan Cole's not a bad NFL receiver. If we know we're going to get a core and a half to a half of football out of him, I would love that. Same thing with Denard Robinson. And then honestly, same thing with Matt Collins. Like if we know for sure that we're going to get at least a quarter of a half or quarter to a quarter and a half to a half of football out of these guys, you know, that'd be like maybe five series to three series. I don't mind any of them. They're all capable of getting open and they could all easily catch a couple of passes to score five DK points, which should be enough to cash or help you cash. Like, I don't mind any of them. The problem with it is we don't know the playing time allocation just yet. And they're all good enough receivers. Uh, I do think Tyron Johnson will be playing a decent amount more than the other three players I just mentioned. He's a speedy receiver. We've seen him for the Chargers. He caught a few long bomb touchdowns. And I do think he has a chance to be open for a long bomb touchdown. It's just can Chase um, Garber or Jared Stenham hit him when he's open on that long bomb? I, I don't know. You know, we'll have to see. Probably not. Most likely not. But I do think that opportunity is going to be there for him. Heck, they probably are going to at least run one play to kind of get that on film. I will say there is one player that I am extremely excited to at least watch. Uh, it's going to be Justin Hall, Ball State receiver, but he's more or less a gadget player. He did a lot of end around plays, did a lot of short, like quick bubbles or burns. Um, I'm excited to watch him play. I think they might design a few specific uh, play calls for him just to get it on film, see if he's worthwhile uh, to keep around because Although the production wasn't huge, he did make a lot of defenders miss. Like he was a, a tough player to take down. You could, I don't want to say DJ Moore would be a good example of him because it's maybe more of a, a Tavon Austin, I guess, if you will. Um, just a small, quick, makes defenders miss type player. And I kind of like him. I guess a better example would maybe Isaiah McKenzie, uh, you know, that type of receiver. And then just touching on it real quick, guys, uh, Isaiah Zuber apparently the Raiders fans like him. Uh, I don't. And then Jordan Vesey, um, you know, it wouldn't be shocking to see him make a play. He's an okay receiver. But for me, I do like Justin Hall. Uh, he'd be the receiver I go with there. So let's just make a build here um, and talk about my favorite captain's picks. So my favorite captain's picks on this slate are going to be both the defenses. And this I'm just going to put them in there right now like this. Um There we go. So both the defenses you could put in there. I do like Zamir White. I think he has a chance to really just be a productive running back in today's game. Uh, and then Snoop Connor, guys. Snoop Connor, I'm super excited for to watch. And then possibly Jake Luton. I think there's a chance that he throws for a touchdown, and I like him. So those would be the five players I'm mixing in and out of captain spot. If you want to throw in Dan Carlson, you could. I think this right here would be a nice lineup. And honestly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this lineup in. I'm going to submit it, what would it be, six times? And then I'm going to put Jaguars in the captain spot. I'm going to put Zamir White in the captain spot. I'm going to put Connor in this captain spot. Luton, you know, I'm just going to do that until I have my optimal lineup at least submitted there. And then from there, 
obviously if you're playing a quarterback, you do want some pass catchers. And I would just kind of mix and match the pass catchers in there as well, possibly putting them in the captain spot then with Jake Luton in the lineup because obviously if they connect on a touchdown, that could be 12 points, that could be 15 points, that could easily break the slate and you'd be sitting pretty uh, in NFL DFS for that week. And now guys, it's been a while since I've done these videos. Let me get to the end screen and then we'll begin out here. All right, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that video. If you did, please give me a like, subscribe. You know I appreciate that. If you guys have any questions or you know are wondering about a player, put it in the comment section below. I'm pretty active in the comments, uh, but hopefully you enjoyed this video. If you did, once again, please like and subscribe. And as always, guys, let's keep cashing.